What's going on, everybody? And welcome to a midweek excursion in insanity. We are those guys. Hey, what's going on, Tyler? How are you feeling today, my friend? I mean, upset now. You just cut out the best part of the song. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? What you're saying is true, and we really need to get into this because it's important, but we genuflect in front of you, Miss Titty. I'm fluid. I'll be anything you want to be. Call me daddy or mommy give you milky. Now, Tyler, you just play that sound just so you could get to the way. I at the love very end. the way. I feel like as successful as they've been, mm. Eminem, Dr. Dre, <laughs> the notorious <laughs> B.I.G. Sure, sure. They could learn from yeah. this woman. OK, because so much of rap Buster Rhymes is about putting words in where they don't belong. Sure. What about a digitized baby? Has anybody ever thought of that? A baby from the future. I believe Miss Titty has just <laughs> cornered the market. There are no corners on a titty, Tyler. That's what makes them great. Welcome to the show, guys. I now, don't have an argument. Thank you. Now, Tyler, um, I'm glad that we've we've started this off with such professionalism. If you don't understand that, please go check out our last episode, Absinthe Makes the Heart Grow Fonder. I believe a pretty good one with, a, with an interesting backstory. Well, do you want to tell them what happened there very quickly? Very if, quickly. For anybody who already listened to uh, last week's episode, go ahead and listen again because we've just replaced it with the original, which is so much better than that garbage that we put up to replace it. We uh, we had some sort of a um, a problem with our record-keeping system, and we thought that we- It was a technical we, issue. It was a technical oh. issue. We thought that we had erased our first shot at Session 96. So we went back in begrudgingly and had to do it all over again. What people who have listened to this show before will know is that so much of this is built on improv, where I surprise Tyler, and then he reacts to it. That's how the show got started, mm -hmm. our, our, our relationship. You but, assailing me with, with, with things. With words and thoughts and my fingers. And what I think really made the second one special was, after all of the trials and tribulations, which we were already very stressed out about, Sure, you showed up. Hammered on a mimosas, Tyler. Oh, yeah. He showed up slurring. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know about slurring. Absolutely slurring. I, I was just giving some uh, some some flavor to my words. Sure. Inventing new vowels. Mm. I do like that. Mm. And the fact of the matter is, is I was very angry with mm. you. And you were ashamed in your way of dealing with that was to be angry back at me. Mm -hmm. Well, I just, I went quiet. I didn't get angry with anybody. That's your way of being angry, though. Not, not, okay. I, I wasn't angry with you. Sure. I won't assign it to being angry. And on the show, I brought it up a couple of times. Number one, because I was secretly angry. And number two, I thought it had to be addressed. We're not the show that just ignores when something's going wrong. And you know I'm totally I mean? fine with all of that. The only issue I had is you, the entire show, kept telling me that you're not angry with me. And then when you got to the very end, let it slip, although not exactly a twist ending, you actually were angry. I didn't. I hit you with, tell her, I'm not mad at you. Just really disappointed mm, with how this went, which, yeah. which is true. Dad? And, and, no, dad would never, he would just be a jerk to you. Love you, dad. I, Jesus. I said that because I needed to get it off my chest. I didn't want it to fester. Mm. Sorry about and, airing our dirty laundry in your ear holes, ladies and gentlemen. And Tyler found the episode and saved the day. After Yay, we had already posted Tyler. it. You did a great job, and it's one of my favorites, and I'm glad that we found it. I really like it a lot. Good. Sorry for just, you know, dropping trow in front of you guys, but that is what this show is. Us trying to understand each other, trying to understand ourselves, and failing miserably. Let's get to the story. I've got a whimsical one this a show, week. Uh, a story that I do not know. For the first time, we're doing a mini sesh that Tyler doesn't know. I've been thinking a lot about stories that we could tell because we've run into a place like, hey, what's worth telling what isn't? And now we're at a place where we don't know, is this worth it or not? So I've really put my time in, and I've thought of a bunch of really good stuff that I think we could 
get away with before we change to a different format. Sounds great. One of my favorite things in the world is this. Have you ever had a moment where you and a stranger, somebody that you've just met within the last half hour or whatever the deal is, or even 30 seconds, are laughing, are having almost like, let's say you're at a sports game and and you guys are both rooting for the same side and all of a sudden you're embracing a stranger. You're having this crazy moment mm-hmm. with someone you don't know. I Love that. Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. It's almost a, a lighter version of that, but it's almost like when somebody uh, announces to the room, "I'm having a baby," and everybody collectively, you know, looks uh, around and they're like, "Is it yours? It, Is it yours? <laughs> and, Is it yours? We shouldn't have come to this key party." And shares in that semen. That's how people get pregnant, Tyler. I'm I'm not a doctor. I didn't invent it. So. I have a couple of... It, do you want me to say anything? Do you actually want me to talk? Or do you just want me to sit here and just listen to you talk? Because when I talk, it's very rare when I, when I get you to listen and not just say something you're right. totally arbitrary that has nothing to do with what I just said. What you're saying is totally true. Please expound. You're right. I'm being an audio bully right now. No, just go ahead, please. I'll do a better job moving forward. Please forgive me. Thank I, you. I, I'm just doing the thing of like boxing with you and you're right. I'm, I'm really grabbing the steering wheel here because I'm the one telling the story. So I have a couple of moments like that in my life that don't warrant their own mini sesh. But I I had a moment with a girlfriend where we were breaking up in a restaurant. And as we were walking out, there was a family celebrating the grandmother's birthday. So she was sitting at the head of the table. Okay. So I'm walking out opposite side of her and we just locked eyes and she just slowly (laughs) shook her head at me. And we both smiled and it was in a painful moment. Uh, it was like this, this, this moment of just connection with a stranger. Uh-huh. Okay. I also had another moment where back when I was much younger, I was driving to the gym. I was in the zone. I was taking pre-workout at the time. I had my windows down blasting mm-hmm. music, just getting in the mode. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. You got to get your mind ready. So I had to go through a school zone for a high school. Okay. I pull up next to another car, which has two kids in it mm-hmm. with their windows down. So. They are on my passenger side. So the guy who is driving that car is looking at his passenger and dancing to my music, making fun of it. May, may I ask, do you remember by any chance what the music was? It was electronic music. Okay. All which right. is really, since I don't listen to a lot of music anymore, that's mostly what I listen to sure. because I'm in the gym. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks. Oh, we get it. You work out. I'm very smart. <laughs> oh, oh, you wouldn't work out on that one. Yeah. So it's like, wait, what? You're not using the gym, right? <laughs> so the guy in the other car is making fun of me. Obviously, that's not his type of music. Uh-huh. So he's dancing humorously to it. Unfortunately for him, his back is to me. He's doing it for his passenger. So I sit there. We're at a red light. And I just watch him. You got to keep an eye on the person who is the uh, the the target yes. of your jokes. You got to know if they're paying attention Absolutely. or not. <laughs> That's right. Like trying to take a secret picture of somebody. You got to make sure that person isn't looking at you. Or just don't take secret pictures. Take secret pictures. Oh my God. I took a secret picture this week of a guy that looked exactly like dad huh. on steroids. <laughs> it's dad really? if he had done the HGH life. He was like a house. Okay. I don't want me. anybody out there taking secret pictures, but I want to see that secret he, picture. He caught me in the secret picture. It's him looking directly at oh. me and I'm not doing anything evil with it. Yeah. I, I thought you would enjoy it, but I was very scared. Of course. HGH dad would have beaten my ass. Yeah. And I'm assuming he's Hispanic. Dadaroids. Mm. 
So this kid is dancing. I sit there and I watch, and I'm angry because at this point in my life, and by that I mean from then until now, I don't like being made fun of. You're going to make fun of yeah. me, I don't, stranger I, I've never <laughs> seen and will never see again. So he's dancing. He's like awkwardly <laughs> dancing. The guy that he's doing it to is looking beyond him and is looking me <laughs> directly in the eyes. That's one of those, he's right behind me. Is right. Moments. So the kid turns around and he's wide-eyed and his face is ashen. And we're now Just staring. frightened. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I have those bully chemicals rushing through me how dare you do you know who i am you're sneering at him at this do you know point. who my father is no so i'm looking at him he's looking at me and i make the hand motion for like go ahead because <laughs> right my music is still playing uh, you know what i mean he's like go ahead and the kid is just staring at me and he goes just breaks right back into <laughs> he breaks right back into dance moves and the three of us erupt in laughter mm -hmm. and it was a beautiful moment it was one of the few moments in my early life that i decided not to take myself so seriously and it's a story I remember forever. Absolutely. And that I think that sh that story right there specifically really shows that those really intense emotions can go either way. Sure. Where it's like we feel this buildup. It's almost like with anxiety where we feel this buildup. You could also be feeling excitement in that moment. That's it's exactly just right. how you decide to take it. And the word that is most important there, like you said on the last show, is your you decided. You decided mm -hmm. to. Now, in the moment, sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but that is the truth. Yeah, and and it, don't think for a second that if you're like I was, ruled by your emotions and quick to react uh, to react to them, don't think that you're just going to turn it off the next day. Be patient with yourself. Absolutely, you could make the same mistakes tomorrow that you avoided today, and that's not anything worth hammering yourself over. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you said that because this final Which part I just this, said a lot. This final story here is about somebody who really handled some adversity in a way that I don't know that I could. And hopefully it's humorous because this is another one of those moments where you and a stranger just have one of these moments that just echo in forever. I really love this little montage of mini stories. This is a lot of fun. I have. It's good. I have a lot of, I actually, and this won't shock you at all, uh, a, a list of notes of these connection of moments in my phone mm. because it's just something that, that means a lot to me. Sometimes, yeah. not even sometimes, a lot of my life I've felt alienated, even though I'm a very social person, again. I try to connect with people so hard because it is alien to me sometimes. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. So at a different time in my life, I was associated with a company that sold chocolate. It was something that I did for a long time. And I went to my son's career day a couple of years in a row. Are you familiar with career day? I've done a couple myself. Okay. Yeah, you get up in front of kids and you explain to them what your career is. And exactly. Yeah. And, and just showing them, I'm sure everybody's familiar with this, but just in case. Yeah. Where yeah I mean, this is international. Maybe they don't have, maybe they're not fortunate enough to have career days in other countries. Google it, Beirut. Uh, so <laughs> Love you, Beirut. Love you, Beirut. <laughs> I'm being so Beirut to you right now. So not worth it. That was adorable. Not worth it. <laughs> it was adorable, I don't think it was great. So- I had done it a couple years in a row, and the thing that was really cool about it is I was doing it at my son's school. So it made you kind of feel, I don't know. Proud. It, 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 proud, yeah. exactly. And my yeah. son was proud, and he, and he liked having me there. I know some kids don't want their parents anywhere around people that they know, mm -hmm. especially school, and it just made me feel really nice. So I had done it a couple years in a row, and because you dealt with chocolate, kids freaking loved that. You gave out samples, and they remembered you, and I'd like to think of myself as not taking myself too seriously in that light, so I was kind of one of the kids, and whenever I would go to my son's school to follow up on any of his stuff, the kids would recognize me, which mm. was very nice, and I know it made him feel proud. Sure. So one time, I went to his 
field day. It was like an Olympics. They all represented a different country. It was pretty cool. Nobody mm. was from Beirut, which in retrospect is kind of rude. Wow. Yeah. Totally Beirut. Somebody get the eye. I did I do that already? Was it successful? Okay. Sorry. I'll I call it adorable. <laughs> Less so on the second time. Comedy comes in threes. So prepare yourself, ladies Hooray. and gentlemen. Like my youth leader Garrett. So what the bleep? Yep. So I go to this Olympics thing with his mom. We go and we just want to support our kids. We're not together, but we both support him. We go there. Go Costa Rica. Yes. <laughs> they have no army, so I hope they win this. So we're there and the kids recognize me. And because of the job, it's almost like seeing like a, a to not, not to this extent, but it's almost like seeing a Mickey Mouse character at Disney World. They all want to say hello. Yeah. And they remember you as doing something fun and you're not a disciplinarian. So, so they all call me, hey, chocolate guy. Hey, chocolate guy. Hey, chocolate guy. How are you, chocolate guy? And they're all yelling from their respective spots. And I would be lying to you if I told you it didn't feel really nice. It, yeah, absolutely. It was one of my favorite things about that job. Recognition is a lot of fun no matter where it comes from. You're, Maybe not unless you're being picked out of a lineup right. or something. It's yeah. him, officer. It's him. <laughs> it's the chocolate guy. Oh, you recognized me. Oh, thank you. The line starts here for autographs <laughs> and fingerprinting. So people are going, hey, chocolate guy, hey, chocolate guy from all their respective places. And she and I are walking around and she starts feeling self-conscious about it because all of the parents are looking at us mm -hmm. and they don't know why the hell all the kids are calling me chocolate guy. So she's like, he sells chocolate. It's not a weird thing. He's not standing out in the park. She's like individually apologizing to everyone. He's not doing this out of his car. I always just yeah. whisper to her, let them freak out. He has a license, I swear. <laughs> so this is going on for a long time. And we finally, we go and we sit on the bleachers. Finally, hey, chocolate guy, hey, chocolate guy is coming from all over the playground. Finally, a class comes up with their teacher and she says, hey, all of them wanted to come say hello, so I just brought them, and they're all going, hey, chocolate guy, what's going on? Oh, what's how going nice. On? It was super nice. Pretty sure the teacher was hitting on me. Mm, so, What was his name? <laughs> Steve-O. <laughs> miss you, buddy. So, nice cock, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, well, I mean, I mean, congratulations, Steve-O. <laughs> it's great, for, great on you, buddy. He didn't have to use a yardstick in class. <laughs> well, one heterosexual guy can't compliment another guy's sweet cock. Are we? Are, are we? Are we making this okay now? Sure. All right. Let's normalize right. it. Okay. Steve, call me. <laughs> Reach out and touch someone. So finally, the whole class is there. They all say hello. It's kind of sheepish, but also really, really nice. They all turn and walk away. And, and it's still from other parts. Hey, chocolate guy. Hey, chocolate guy. There's a couple sitting in front of me. It is an older couple. I would say the woman is in her 50s and the guy is maybe in his early 60s. I'm just guessing. Sure. But giving you a ballpark. Yeah. So they both turn around and they look at us and the woman is white mm -hmm. and what I'm assuming is her husband is black. What? Yeah, I know. What? I know. It's shocking. They allow that? Yeah, I complained to the principal. In Don't public? you worry. We're just joking. Obviously. So the man... Turn, they both turn around, they look at us, and the guy looks me dead in my eyes, and he goes, oh, man, that is so great. I thought they were talking to me this whole time. <laughs> so, so this guy thought every kid on the playground was yelling at him, hey, chocolate guy, because he's black, and his response to this was just to be totally cool and hang out 
and relax. May I ask, what is the other option? Walk around and just start punching well, eight-year-olds? Listen to me. I've never been black, okay? <laughs> what? I've never been black. Oh, today is a day of shocking. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I, I hope you're sitting down. Um, I don't know what the right response is, but I think that that sort of direct racism from dozens of kids would probably elicit, at least for me, some sort of response. I don't know what that response would be. But by your description, they were all joyful in it. So can there yeah. be happy racism? But if so, well... <laughs> Depends on how deep into the South you're willing to go, Tyler. They don't know any better than Chocolate Man. (laughs) They put a lowercase t on fire in my front yard for time to stay. (laughs) We really wanted to make it uh, presentable. It looked cold in there. Um, No, so, so, and here is the thing. That's pretty great. The four of us and the ancillary people in those bleachers had this moment of just catharsis. This, I mean... If you get 10 of those laughs in your life, Mm. you've done great. You know where you're laughing where you just can't stop. Yeah. It was a beautiful bonding moment from these people that I assume I will never see again. That is my Hey Chocolate Guy story. Mm. I hope this wasn't too verbose, but I enjoyed telling it. You and I got into a little fight at the beginning, and uh, I think that we had a nice little time here. Well, I had to get it off my chest, right? I'm glad that you did. Mm -hmm. And and I love that, that the audience gets to see a real version of us. I don't want to edit that out. I'm a dick. You called me on it, and uh, I accept and try to get better. Well, it's not about being a dick. Well, it's, it was a dick. It was it, a dick move. It, it was a mistake. It is. It is behavior displayed by <laughs> that of a dick. Of a dick either. But you are not a dick. Oh, I, you, that was dick behavior. Thank but you. that isn't. That doesn't make you a dick. Speaking of dick behavior, you dick. Call me, Steve-O. <laughs> I fucking miss you. But don't dial with your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> then he would just be mashing all the buttons, Tyler. Like the Hulk. <laughs> we are those guys you hate. Be kind, or we'll kill you. <laughs> Tyler, what's going on, brother? I don't have a lot here for this fucking... Let's do a real thing. Let's pretend like we actually talk. What would it sound like? Um, well, we can't go back to the conversation we were having before this because it was totally... Um, what was it? Uh, it was... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, this is going to be a bad show. Uh, about the blacks. And... No, or about... Pro. A, a, a... <laughs> It's again weird when you got to specify a specific group. Uh, specify <laughs> something specifically, Tyler. Uh, we were objectifying. You a- put specified and specifically together in sentences, which is strange. Did I do that again? You did. Man, why do I keep doing that? And I don't know why I have to specify it specifically. Tyler. Well, yeah, just you did it so specifically, you have to mention it twice. I like to specify a big group of things all at once. We were specifying um, a person. And we were being a little gross about it because we find this person attractive and, you know, we were doing... Dorothy from Wizard of Oz? Like, oh, that's slut. <laughs> you and your fucking dog, too. <laughs> I said that those red uh, shoes made her look like a whore. Who uh, who are we talking about? I don't recall what you're talking We could bleep it out or cut it out. Who? What are you... Wh- it was right before this. We were talking about... Uh, uh, oh, oh, dinner. We're right oh, up here. Tyler! <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> Did I, are we recording? Dude, oh, we're, we're recording. We're bleeping that whole thing out. <laughs> he said her 
right no, up here. No, you, <laughs> wait. no. Wait. No. We're not live. Let's start this over, bro. <laughs> you said, you said make this real. No. No. Don't ever make this real, Tyler. I'm doing what you told me to do. So stop it. Stop it. I don't want people on the show, people who listen to the show, to ever find out who I truly am. That that would be We're the end men, of the show. And we like Speak for yourself, Tyler. Much like last uh, on the last episode, I would not admit to being white. I will not admit to being a man. Shame. God, please, shame. Oh, wait, over here now. Uh, because being a man has been canceled, Tyler. Much like being white has been canceled. It's over. We're not doing it anymore. I think it's being shamed. I'm not entirely sure you can cancel something like that. Well, we're about to find out because I've done it, Tyler. Um, you know what I'm... Man, I have no idea how we're going to edit that and make it possible because I do. We're going to have to take it all out. I don't know. Is there any way we could just like do an eight second bleep? Because it's funny, my reaction, but damn it, you're a bastard. <laughs> I love the idea of bleeping my words out and all you see is my hands. <laughs> that cannot go. No, Tyler. <laughs> Fuck. Um, he had a strong chest. You know what? He was a barrel chested man. A manly man. chest. He was like Bluto from Popeye. What a, isn't that so strange that Bluto and Popeye were, and I, I don't want to body shame even literary characters, but fighting over olive oil, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was a very much a David and Goliath kind of thing. Knobby elbows. Yeah, and David never won, in this case, Popeye, unless he was taking that uh, performance-enhancing spinach. That's exactly right. Nobody was tested for that shit Laced with HGH, I'm, Tyler. Oh, my God. He and was he, getting that he good would stuff. eat it through his pipe, which I believe was like a, a metaphor for cocaine. Am I right about that? It's like snorting his spinach. Well, if you're doing cocaine through a pipe, you're doing it wrong. You're a badass. Or, or, <laughs> you're, a badass. or you're just doing crack. <laughs> you're a captain. You're a captain of a ship. If you're, sm yeah, you're probably smoking crack now that I think about it. Well, in the beginning of that show, he would always squeeze the can of spinach. It would fly up and land in his mouth. Yeah. Then they had to start getting creative with it. He had to be in dire straits. Sure. And then, as you said, he would eat the spinach. Through his pipe. Not sure physically how that's possible. It's positive but if you're Popeye. That's true. You know Popeye was based on a real person? Uh, he might have tumors in his forearms. Yeah, we you should get that checked Robin out. Robin Williams were worried about you. Mm. What? Why are you worried about him? He has gone to the... I don't want to talk about this. I, I miss Robin Williams. You, you, you know Robin Williams? Yeah, sure, I've heard Famous of him. Famous comedian, everybody oh, loves him. Everybody knows Robin Williams, yeah. Dead. What? He's dead. Are you serious dead. right now? yeah. Ouch, you know he played Popeye, right? I know. Okay, just make it sure. We're still out to catch his killer. Do you know? What? Can I say that? I don't think so. We'll bleep. It, mm. This will be one four-minute bleep. This is terrible podcasting, and if you're listening to this right now- Why can't I say that? Riz it's obviously a joke. The man committed suicide. He was dealing with serious mental issues, these things that we talk about. He obviously didn't have a killer. And and I think that he is a oh, very- mental health interesting character especially on this show just in terms of the mask that you can put on depression and sometimes the people with the strongest personalities i.e tyler and ryan menendez are the people who are hiding the most the people who have dealt with the most and they're trying to put up a defense mechanism i, I was gonna say out of anybody that we talk on here i would relate strongest or very strongly to him because you as you're you, so funny as you just uh yeah am i you know i'm brilliant yep. and i've got these hairy ass arms hairy to ass show arms. that i'm yeah. a man again yep. uh no it's it's it that at what you just said basically sure. putting on a mask and this guy anytime you saw him the most lively guy in the room he was making everybody laugh all the time he was very 
much dealing with some demons. And I believe that that is the source of a lot of comedy, isn't it? It is I think your, it's the source of comedy. your shield against the world for what is roiling inside of you. Yep. And, and, and I, I think almost like what we were talking about before this, not the thing that you said, please don't say it again. I have learned to be thankful for that because without all of that, I wouldn't have accrued the wisdom, the, the meager wisdom that I have. Without the pain, I wouldn't have accrued it. Of course. You have yeah. to make mistakes in order to learn. Stop making mistakes. I'm so brilliant. That's why, Tyler. All right, let's do the show.